Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Where Your Dreams, Episode 5. I think for me, the worst thing of fear is regret. You know, if I look back on my life and say, what if? I, I don't want any what ifs in my life. Hey dreamers, you are listening to Where Your Dreams, an amazingly inspiring podcast where we speak to the coolest girl millionaires, girl bosses and fashion entrepreneurs. If you have ever dreamed of creating your own business, then this podcast will give you all the tips, advice and inspiration to make it happen. Lego. Hey everyone, welcome to Wear Your Dreams. I'm Alice Louiton, founder of Emmy, and today I have a very special guest. I'm talking to Alison Maslin. Now, Alison is a business coach, speaker, and CEO of Alison Maslin International. She is the best-selling author of Blast Off, the Surefire Success Plan to Launch Your Dreams into Reality, and is the executive producer and host of her own online TV show, Ali and You, the business success and lifestyle show. Alison was recently named by Self May Magazine as one of the top women entrepreneurs who inspire. Alison, welcome to Where Your Dreams. Thank you for having me, Alice. I'm so excited to uh, connect with you and your audience today. Amazing. Now, I'm so glad you're joining us on the show. And I've said a very short intro about you. So could you tell us a bit more about you and your personal life and explain a bit more about your businesses? Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm, I am a born entrepreneur. I always tell people I came out of the womb as an entrepreneur. Uh, I, I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. And my father built the largest chain of women's clothing stores in the United States from 1955 uh, through the early 80s. And so I used to follow him around from store to store. And uh, I just I knew I wanted to grow up and, and be like him. Mm-hmm. And so I've had that entrepreneurial dream from a young age. Uh, and I've also... Uh, I'm a trapeze artist, which is a little different, but I've been a gymnast since a young age, and I've been flying on the trapeze for about the last 15 years, and that's the place that I go to clear my head and also face my fears, 
And I am married to an amazing man. We've been together nine years. And I have a, a grown daughter who um, I was a single mom for 12 years. And so I always say we kind of grew up together. And uh, she's living in New York. So I have a very full life. I work with business owners all over the world to grow their business in, uh, from our uh, private coaching and mastermind program called The Pinnacle. And that's my passion really is helping people make their dreams come true. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you for sharing, Alison. And so I know from kind of doing research on you, you are a woman who has had an absolutely amazing business journey and you started out so young. And so I'm really interested in finding out about the start of your business ventures. So could you tell our listeners the story of what led you to set up your first business and speak to us about the steps you took to make it happen? Definitely. And, you know, you, you learn a lot from those earlier days. So when you look back, you probably do things a bit differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of take the long route in, in the beginning. Uh, but I started out when I was in college doing, uh, creating poems for people like for their birthdays and anniversaries and, I was so excited. I thought, I'm going to be a poet. This is fantastic. And then I realized pretty quickly on that to make a living at that, I was going to have to be writing day and night. And Mm -hmm. so uh, people started requesting other things from me that I had no idea how to do, uh, like brochures and greeting cards and radio advertising and things like that. But my father taught me that if someone asks you to do something, even if you don't know how to do it, just say yes and then figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so when your back's against the wall, it's amazing what you can uh, make happen. And so I just kept saying yes. And, uh, and then I would go to the radio station or I would go to the printer and I'd say, teach me everything I need to know. And so I had these amazing mentors at a young age. I wasn't afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then so by the time I was 25 years old, I had a full-service advertising and public relations firm. Uh, and really just by learning on the fly, I, I did not have any training on that. Um, but it was that's the best way to learn is just to dive right in. Mm. And what would you say was the most sort of difficult part about starting um, that particular business? And, and how did you overcome the kind of difficulties that, um, you know, kind of came along the way? Well, I think that anytime you go after your dream or something that you're passionate about, you're going to have a lot of people tell you why it's not going to work. Mm. And, uh, you know, even my family who loves me dearly, you know, they were concerned. And, uh, you know, I think when you go out of your comfort zone, what that does is it taps into other people's fears. And it will bring up their own fears about their own life, and they will project that onto you. And what generally happens for a lot of people is that those fears, those naysayers uh, will throw you off your path 
Mm-hmm. And this is where people end up quitting on themselves, and it's really quite sad. For me, I'm so stubborn that it actually made me dig in my heels more and say, well, I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm just going to show you. So uh, I think that was, you know, it's it's not an easy thing because you really have to keep your head down and, and constantly focused on your goal and not l- allow anyone to throw you off your path. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also uh, for me, Alice, was understanding how to create a clear, solid, strategic plan. Uh, I was great at building business flying by the seat of my pants, <laughs> and, and it grew very quickly. But because I didn't have a strong foundation, I was somewhat of a mess. Because I was working night and day, I really uh, didn't have any balance in my life at all, and I was, you know, pretty much a workaholic, which will only get you so far before mm-hmm. you burn out. So those are some things that obviously changed, you know, as I became more mature and uh, put some, you know, good wisdom behind this, the steps that I was taking. Mm. Um, I think from that I kind of picked up when you said whilst you were kind of young and you was starting your own business you stayed very focused I'm I'm really interested to find out you know you kind of had these um, setbacks from people that you know had their own opinion about things and their own fears what was it that allowed you to keep focus was there kind of any practical things that you would do um, to keep yourself focused on your goals, focused on on essentially building your business? Uh, Yes. I mean, I would say I was a lot like a lot of young people back then. I mean, I like to go out and have fun and so forth. Mm -hmm. And up until the point that I was doing my own business, I would say I was probably a little bit lazy and mm-hmm. uh, and not super serious. But yeah. the second that I keyed in and I knew what I wanted, man, there was just no stopping me. Mm-hmm. And I learned for myself early on that I get distracted very easily. So I have to set myself up for success. And this is what we work with our clients on in our business coaching program Uh, is that you have to really schedule your week, even if you're going to say, okay, I'm going to, I've got a brainstorm on this new program that I'm going to launch, or I'm going to decide what kind of person I need to hire. You actually need to schedule that in your calendar to make sure it happens. And then when I'm doing work where I'm creating material or content you know, I, I, I shut everybody out. Like I turn off the phone, I turn off the internet if I'm not mm-hmm. using that, if I'm just creating. Uh, otherwise, you can get distracted so easily. Mm-hmm. And there can be a million other things that will take your attention away from what you need to produce. Successful people have great self-discipline. It doesn't mean that you have to be a natural, very focused person, but you have to put yourself in an environment that that's going to happen. Wow. 
very very valuable information and so now kind of moving forward to today what's a typical day like now for Alison Maslin well every day is different which Mm -hmm. I love uh because I do like to uh I do like the the movement and the busyness, and uh, so today, let's just to to give you, I'm looking back on my day today, I had a meeting with a client uh, at 8 o'clock this morning, uh, a client of mine in Denver, Colorado, and then uh, ran into the office, and we are are trying some new technology on a webinar system that, uh, and I am not a... uh, I'm definitely not a technology geek, so (laughs) um, since I'm running that technology, I'm a little nervous about that, so we did a run-through, then we just had a company meeting, we do those on Tuesdays, and we discussed in the meeting a lot of the different projects that we have going on, so for instance, I'm speaking at an event tomorrow, Thursday we have a big webinar, and then next week I'm taking off for a speaking engagement in Northern California. And that will be the first of about 15 cities that I'm visiting across the country uh, over the next few months. So uh, obviously on the days that I'm traveling are different. And then this afternoon I'm meeting with a couple clients. We're having a marketing meeting this afternoon and then I'm taking a client to dinner tonight. Wow. So lots going on. Lots going on. And kind of looking back, you know, from the beginning, the start of your journey to kind of now, what would you say was, I guess, that kind of breakthrough moment um, where you kind of felt like, I guess, you know, they kind of say that I've made it moment. What was that moment for you where, where I guess things changed or you just knew that, wow, um, this is 100% where I want to be right now? Yeah, I mean, there's been some major benchmarks that I've hit that felt really great because you work so hard to get to that point. I don't think that I've ever felt or will felt, oh, I've made it, you know, (laughs) because for me, I'm always reaching for the next because that to me, that's what keeps you growing as a human being. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and it's kind of a good, um, metaphor for trapeze because I'm always trying to improve on a new trick or to get higher or or something like that but certain points I would say that stand out for me one is my book when my book blast off came out in 2010 and uh, I'm working on a new book now in fact it's time and then so that was huge and that book went to number one it actually went to on the bestseller list in the UK uh on Amazon when it came out. Um, the next was when I led my first big event of several hundred people. And uh, we ha- I have an event every January called the Blast Off Business Breakthrough. And we're in our fifth year for that event. And it's happening again January 22nd to the 24th in 2016. And it's the biggest event that I host and it's amazing. But the very first time that I did that event, uh, in 2011, I had such fear, uh, because I was stretching myself so far mm-hmm. into even put on the event. It was a very expensive event that we put on. And so I was putting everything that I had into making this happen. And even about 
let's say two months before the event, we didn't have as many signups as we needed and I was panicked. And I remember that I wanted to cancel the event. But it was going to cost me $20,000 just to cancel the event from the contracts we had at the hotel. Mm-hmm. So it forced me to face my fear. And I'll never forget the moment that I got on stage for that event. I would say probably 30 seconds into the event, I knew that this was the work that I was meant to do. Wow. And I could feel the energy in the room of the people and the transformation that was going to happen over those three days. And it was, it was interesting, too, because my husband, who is a wonderful man, he was so worried about me because I was working so hard to pull this event off. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, that's it. You're not doing this again. I just can't see you go through this kind of stress. And why are you doing this? And, and the second day of that event, he came to me with tears in his eyes. And he said, now I understand why you, work, why you do this work. Mm-hmm. This is what you're meant to do. And so that was a huge turning point for me uh, to make that shift. And it really was tremendous in in so many ways. Uh, But the lesson there is to to make the shifts, the dramatic shifts. I don't mean like the little baby steps, which are important, of course. But I'm talking dramatic leaps. You have to get way outside of your comfort zone. And I mean like terrifying you know, mm-hmm. of the unknown. Those, those kinds of big leaps are where you get your biggest results. Mm. I mean, what I think I really loved about that story is you really had to kind of face this fear that you had and and be persistent and continue on and, and do the event. And of course, in the end, you know, it was a success and you realize how much passion you had for that. Um, in terms of, I know a lot of kind of girls that want to start a new venture, whether it's a business or kind of a creative project, there is this fear that kind of stops them, that holds them back. What was it for you that you, um, I guess, if, if any practical advice that enabled you to to push through that fear and essentially continue on, even though, you know, everything within you kind of wanted to to, to not go out of your comfort zone? I think for me, the worst than a fear is regret. You know, if I look back on my life and say, what if? I, I don't want any what ifs in my life. And, uh, you know, we create these fears in our mind. 99.9% of them will never happen. <laughs> and so that monkey mind really stops us from expressing who we are on this earth. I mean, everybody is, you're born with gifts and to not share them because of fear to me is such a a shame. You know, as human beings, we're wired for survival. I mean, if you think of early caveman, right? It was just, you know, you're you're wired for survival. So what the mind does is it's, it's constantly thinking of, oh, what could go wrong, you know, because it's trying to protect us. But you can't give it too much energy when you're going for these bigger dreams and so forth because you're going to have all these thoughts that are programmed in uh, just 
by nature or from your parents or, you know, you're picking up on other people's beliefs. So you have to be willing to take those thoughts that's part of the discipline and just move them over to the side. You're not ignoring them, but you're saying, you know what, I'm going to put them over here to, mm -hmm. and I'm going to wrap them in a bow um, and <laughs> I'm going to focus on what it is I'm creating. And you have to be willing to take, take the leap of faith and know that when you do, the support will show up. The, the, the step-by-step will show up. But if you hide, you never, ever get to experience what's on the other side. Wow. Love that. Love that. Thank you, Alison. Um, and so now I really want to delve into your success in becoming a millionaire as we love to inspire our girls to dream big and have big goals. And so, Alison, could you share with us what factors um, it takes to build a successful million dollar company? Sure. I mean, there's a lot of factors, obviously, but mm. uh you know, if you're doing something just as a hobby, that's not going to lead to a million dollar uh, and beyond company. So you've got to be serious about it. And I tell women to put their big girl panties on and, you know, you can't take things personally. Um, you've got to get a clear vision on what it is that you want to create. Like, so for instance, Alice, in, in your company, you want to be thinking of where do you want to be in five years mm -hmm. and really work backwards. What are your revenue streams? What are you selling? And are people going to want what you're offering? Uh, who's your ideal target market that's going to want to buy your product or service or products and services? And uh, that can take a little bit of work to figure that out. You can do some market research. Um, you might be talking to the wrong market. You might have a great product, but you're not reaching the right people. Um, so there's, you know, there's some process that has to go through there. In the beginning, it'll be a lot of you and uh, <laughs> you're, you know, doing a lot of the work and maybe a few other people as you grow you're going to have to put other people in those positions or else you will not grow there's no way that you can get a million dollar company if you're doing all the work because there's so many hours in the day and you will burn out and so um, a lot of entrepreneurs have a very hard time shifting to that uh, way of thinking because they feel I have to get the money first before I can hire somebody but actually, if you can hire someone and just like, even if you have to struggle for a couple of months to find a way to pay them, mm -hmm. when they take things off your plate, you're going to be able to have the freedom to go out and get business because that's really where your focus needs to be and to set the strategy of the company and, and build those relationships. So the um, the delegating and the the scaling your business is how you're going to get to that million dollar level and you know then you have to look at your prices you know are you charging enough do you have enough margin because if you're bringing in a million dollars but you're you're not making any money then there's no point mm -hmm. so you have to really look at how much you're going to be keeping in your pocket uh at the end of the day 
And, uh, and then of course there's, you know, your marketing, um, putting your systems in place and those of course will be changing all of the time. And then, you know, you want to have fun with it. You, you know, you want to make sure that you love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's going to be days that you don't love. There's going to be days that you're frustrated. There's going to be days that things are not working. Things are not selling, um, Technology breaks down, you lose a client, you know, there's just things that happen. Somebody quits on your team that you weren't expecting. But if you love what you do uh, and you're not just doing it for the money, then uh, you will, you know, you will persist regardless of the doors being slammed in your face. And that's what's going to create the success is that persistence no matter what. And then the money will come. Amazing. Amazing. Persistence is key, guys. And what do you think is one successful habit that you have that you think has enabled you to build so many successful companies and in the end become a millionaire? I just decide that I'm going to be successful. Wow. I don't try. I don't see if it's going to happen. I just decide it's going to be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I move towards that and I know I'm going to, things are going to happen and we're just trying to figure it out. But that belief also will inspire the people around you to have that same belief because you're the leader and you've got to lead your team. And so if you are, you might have doubts, you might have fears, but you have to externally, everyone around you really has to feel that solid belief. So they're inspired for your vision, you know, to make that, to help support that success. But you, you, if, if someone comes up to me and says, well, Allison, I'm starting this new venture. I'm going to give it about three years. We'll see how it goes. They're not going to make it because you have one foot in the door and one foot out. You have to have both foot in fully, 100%, 150%. And then it will happen. And what's the most valuable advice you've received during your, your millionaire journey? Well, I've always had mentors in my life. So I would say, number one, don't go it alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so many people feel like, oh, I should know how to do this. And I say, well, how do you know? How, how would you know how to do it if you haven't done it before? So work with a mentor that walks their talk that can show you how to do it. Like, don't recreate the wheel. I mean, of course, it's going to be your own creativity. It's going to be your own branding, your own ideas. But the exact, you know, it's one thing to be like a clothing designer. Another is to run the business of it. It's one thing to be an attorney, but it's another to run the business of it, right? Mm -hmm. And so the business part, you need to have a mentor to show you the way so that you save many, many, many thousands of dollars or more, you get things done in a fraction of the time. Uh, And, you know, uh, I say just always, um, just never take no for an answer would be, you know, a good piece of advice because, you know, people will tell you why it can't happen and this won't work and that won't work. But you always have to come to things in a uh, solution-oriented mindset. 
to say, okay, well, if this isn't working, then let's find another way. Mm-hmm. Instead of, oh, well, that's not working. We can't do it. Could you give it, I really like that, you know, never take no for an answer. And so I'd like to kind of hear from you, you know, a time where perhaps you did receive a no. Um, and how did you use that kind of, I guess, mindset and belief that actually I'm not going to take no for an answer? Have you got any stories that you could kind of give us a, a little insight into, Alison? Oh, my gosh. Well, I think <laughs> I get I get no's all the time. Um <laughs> I just had right now, we had a meeting and we, there was some, a, a couple people saying, no, we can't do it. You know, this isn't going to work. And I just, even in my team or people that I have mentored, um, I don't allow them to look at life that way. Um, you know, I help them to shift out of that mindset all of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I had a, a young girl that was an assistant of mine some years back and she used to always come back to me and say, well, they said, no, they said, no, we can't do this. We can't, you know, I've given your request and they can't do this. And, and I said, no, that's not true. You go back to them and tell them that you need this done. And what is it? How, what are some brainstorming that, that they can do to help you come up with that solution? And she'd always come back to me and go, Oh my God, they said, yes. They said, yes, that we can do this. And when she ended up moving on, she said that's the number one thing that she will never forget in, in working for me was now she sees that you create your own possibilities. Wow. Wow. So I love that you create your own possibilities. Now, I'm really excited about the next segment of Wear Your Dreams as we're now going into the triple love round. And this is where I ask you three questions about the things that you love and why. So the first one is a book that you love. Um, My goodness, I love so many books. Uh, Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman is probably one of my favorite books. Have you read that book? I haven't. Yes. I mean, I read that years ago when I was kind of on my spiritual path. Um, and, uh, it was, and actually I believe they made, he made a movie out of that. So that's, that's a really, really great one for people to, you know, getting out of their own way and, uh, you know, finding their passion and success. Another really good book. I know I'm supposed to say one, but, uh, well, besides my own book, Blast Off, Mm-hmm. Is a great book, but um, Guy Guy Kawasaki's book, The Art of the Start, is a great mm-hmm. book as well for people that are just thinking of starting a business. Amazing! And now a quote that you love uh, by Henry David Thoreau: "All good things are wild and free." I've always loved that quote, and he lived in nature, so. I think he was probably talking about the birds or something like that. But one thing I love about being an entrepreneur is that you get to set your own course. There's no set structure or rules except that you need to abide by the law, of course. Uh, but you get to create your own rules, which you know you're, you can be as wild and free as you want, which suits me very well. 
all good things are wild and free I love that and the last question an inspirational woman you love yeah um well you know there is somebody actually I'm just putting this out there I really want to meet her Mm -hmm. is is Barbara Cochran Mm-hmm. And I don't know. You guys watch Shark Tank in uh, in mm-hmm. England? Not really. It doesn't come on like mainstream TV. Oh, okay. Well, it's if you can find it. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure online you could find it. She's yeah. awesome, and we have a similar point of view. She's a really savvy, powerful businesswoman. Uh, I I think that. Well, my mom is a very inspiring woman to me. She's she's overcome a lot in her life and and she also really um encouraged me in my young age that I could accomplish anything and mm-hmm. so that was uh she was has always been very inspiring to me but i think that uh women in general have such capacity to change the world mm-hmm. And I feel as women that we need, we're, we're making changes. There, there are more entrepreneurial women than ever, but we're barely scratching the surface. And I am such a proponent of women speaking their voice and getting out there and just, just kicking butt. I, I'm inspired by any woman that is, is out there and doing what they're meant to do and not, uh, not allowing themselves to be suppressed or hiding or um, allowing other people to hold them back because it's been a lot of our heritage, I would say. And uh, it really just, we need to change that. And it's happening, but not quite fast enough for my taste. Well, thank you for sharing that, Alison. I absolutely loved each and every one of your answers. And guys, you'll be able to find all the show notes and information about Alison on our website at bemigirl.com. That's G-B-E-M-I girl.com. And last but not least, Alison, could you tell us some exciting new things that you are doing today? What really has you feeling happy and alive in terms of your business or you as an individual? Well, I'm always embracing every single day to the fullest. Uh, I just learned some new tricks on the flying trapeze. So that was, I had a big goal this year to catch my double back flip. So I did that and that was huge. Wow, very Uh, impressive. (laughs) uh, And we brought some new team members onto our team that I love. We have a great company culture and we work a lot on really taking care of the team here and helping them to just be a place that they love to work. Um, I have, as I said, I've got my big event in January. So if people are interested in that, um, you know, they can also contact us at support at myblastoff.com and uh, find out about that event. Um, in, in January, we've had several people from the UK attend that event and you will leave with a complete blueprint for your business of, for all of 2016, uh, step by step on exactly what you need to do. And people often go home and turn that into many, many thousands of dollars. Um, and so, you know, that would be the place to start. And you can also on my website, get a free gift 
Uh, I have a free CD called The Eight Millionaire Secrets of Successful Entrepreneurs. So um, uh, my website is myblastoff.com. And then I'm sure you have you have all that information too that you can share with people. Exactly. And just a reminder, these will all be on our website. And just to sign off, Alison, what is one practical step that our listeners can take to achieve their dream of becoming a millionaire girl, starting and building a successful company and living the life that they dream of? It all comes down to taking action. It's all fantasy in your head until you get it out of your head and start moving towards it. Stop waiting for the right time. Make it the right time. And one, uh, a practical thing you can do, as uh, soon as you, you know, finish listening to this interview, take 30 minutes and just write, just stream of consciousness, where what you want to create and where you want to be in the next year. And then from that, write out three steps that you need to take within the next five days and start on that first step right then. Make the call, send the email, take action right away. And once you begin to take the action, your fear will start to diminish and you'll begin to move forward. Amazing. Great advice, Alison. And do let us know again, how can we get in touch with you and find out a bit more about your business and all your projects and, and events coming up? Yeah, so our website, again, is myblastoff.com, which is M-Y-B-L-A-S-T-O-F-F.com. Uh, you can also email us directly if you have any questions uh, from the interview today or any of the things we have going on. We'd love to hear from you at support at myblastoff.com. And, uh, you know, we'd love to, to hear about you and your business uh, aspirations or the businesses that you're in and, and maybe what some of your challenges are. And we'd love to support you. Amazing. And Alison, what's your Twitter handle? Alison Maslin. Alison Maslin. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Alison. I'm feeling highly inspired and I'm sure the way your dream listeners are too. So thank you again for your time and valuable insights and we will see you soon. All right. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Dreamers, thank you for being with us today on Where Your Dreams. You can find all the show notes as well as cool girl content on bemigirl.com. That's G-B-E-M-I-Girl.com. We would love to hear from you. So drop us a comment and let us know your thoughts and we will see you next time. And remember, girlies, anything is possible. So where your dreams. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. 
With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 